Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. Welcome to this next episode of Box Talk. I am here with yet another affiliate owner. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Brian Strump is my name, and I own CrossFit Steel Creek in Charlotte, North Carolina. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. So thank you so much for being here with us today. We're looking forward to talk to you. And I always like to start off with just kind of your story and how you came to own CrossFit Steel Creek in North Carolina and how you even got into CrossFit and why you're a business owner. Sure. Um, Well, I am in 2003. I graduated chiropractic school. So I started that was first. And I moved to Charlotte in 2007 and had an office in, uh, in a global gym. Like, essentially, it was like a gold gym. And so we would see a bunch of, you know, somewhat athletic and just a regular gym-going population. And one day, one of my friends that's a chiropractor was like, um, he's like, I think she tried this thing that's called CrossFit. This was 2007, uh, 2008. So I think she tried this thing called CrossFit. There's one near you. Um, I train, I treat, um, these two guys and it happened, it was Andy Hendel and Spencer Hendel at CrossFit Charlotte. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll try it. It was like 10 minutes, it was like 10, 15 minutes away from my office. And so I went in there and tried it and I did, um, filthy 50 and I didn't finish. <laughs> I think 24 minutes I gave up. I'm not really sure. Oh my um, I know for sure, I know for certain I didn't finish. Wow. Um, and then I kept showing up. So, um, so I started there, and I noticed that uh, he would, re- you know, he would re- he would recommend some of his members come talk to us, or some members that knew what I did would come talk to me about different injuries and things that they might have or concerns. So then, after about a year and a half, uh, this was like mid two thousand eight. I got my level one cert. Really didn't know what I was going to do, but I just kind of got the level one cert. And then uh, I wasn't happy with my office inside this gym, and it was also about 25 minutes away from my house. <clears throat> so then I decided, this was 2009, at this point there was two affiliates in like the greater Charlotte, within you know 40 miles of us. And I said, you know, I'm gonna open up a place close to my house and have a gym, have a CrossFit gym and the doctor's office together. And at that point, I was in a, a huge minority. This was, I don't know if Mobility Wild was around. I, I don't think they were around. Um, and nobody was really kind of, nobody that I knew or that I could look at that was like, oh, this person's doing it. So it kind of seemed like a good idea. And at the worst case, I figured I'd have a, a small gym in the back of my office and maybe I'd never need a gym membership again. So. We signed the lease and started in 2009. We opened in 2010. Uh, April 2010, we started training in a parking lot of somebody's. Uh, somebody had some office space that they would let they, they, they let me use. In exchange, they could work out, and I just had to pay the electric bill. So yeah, it was like a, ro- a half a roll was in the bathroom. The GHD was in the closet. Uh, <laughs> Couldn't do anything inside. You know, the ceilings were, were nine feet, uh, but it, it, it worked. And then we started in I think May first of two thousand and ten was our first kind of like paid month after just kind of pr- promoting it. And then 
that's been it. We were there for about 18 months, and we, we were there for nine months. We smashed down a hole in the wall next to us in a 12,000-square-foot space. And our first space was uh, – the gym was 1,600 square feet, just a 40 by 40 box. So then we cut a hole in the wall and started using that space for a year. And then at one point we had like the two end caps of the same building. And we would like run back and forth depending on what we were doing. If we needed oh to pull up. It was really horrible. <laughs> uh, it, uh, especially in the wintertime. You know, the, the night class is hating having to bring all the equipment back to the other side, to, you know, 200 meters down the other way. Yeah. Uh, so we broke our lease after, uh, uh, after about 20 months, broke our lease, paid it off and then moved into where our current space is where we've been for since 2010. I'm sorry. Uh, where we've been since, uh, 2012. Okay. So December, December will be five years since I signed the lease there. Wow. Uh, um, and now we have. Here, 12,000 square feet total. The doctor's office is 2,000 square feet, and the gym's 10,000 square feet. Um, and it's more than I ever imagined, anticipated uh, anything. I think at the beginning, I really thought that I was like, oh, you know, if the gym kind of makes the rent payment, that'll be pretty cool. Or if it just kind of gets a couple of people in here, that would be nice. And it's like beyond my wildest. I didn't really even know if CrossFit was going to be around in 2011. You know, there was nobody around here. There was these two other affiliates that were close to us, um, but that was really it. And uh, now it's 2017, and it just keeps growing. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's so amazing how it all plays out and the people. It, it, I don't really have any, I, I, you know. <laughs> You're just like mind blown. It's it's amazing. I, mean, I, I, I remember telling my wife that, look, I think I'm going to open this CrossFit gym. And she's like, oh, you mean like that place in the warehouse that you go to? And I was like, yeah. And we legit, we, I opened up a business credit card. I put $11,000 on a business credit card and had $750 cash. You know, we had like had money elsewhere but yeah. like just had you know we had 750 dollars cash and i was like hopefully i don't need to take out any more money to pay anybody and that was in 2009 you know and it's just like an unre yeah it's like so yeah so strange yeah it's amazing it really is yeah i'm kind of curious so what's it been like having the doctor's office and the crossfit gym together under the same roof um I think there's a couple of things. I think uh, some people come to us because they feel like we'll be a safer alternative to to others, which I mean they're they're right, but it's not you know um, it's not necessarily because the doctor's office is here, but it's like the entire. I think having the coaching staff that sees how we operate and understands kind of what we do is a big is a is a bigger benefit than just assuming the doctor's office is going to mean that you're going to be safe. Um, but it's been beneficial to us. We offer every new member that comes in an, an initial consultation, or we'll call it a movement screen or injury. Injury. I don't like to say injury prevention, mm. but uh, so we'll go with movement screen. So some people, and we'll just explain to them. You know, some, a lot of people come in here and have injuries that we might be able to help them out with and allow them to keep exercising. Some people don't have pain, but they move 
very poorly, so we want to reduce the risk of injury. And some people come to us to get the best, the most out of their potential. They don't have any pain, but they come to improve and, you know, how much a degree of extra ankle mobility or shoulder, whatever that might mean to their squat or their overhead strength, you know, stuff like that. Um, it's, it, um, our patients get better much faster. You know, we keep them busy. We're, we're the type of office that um, we'll try to keep our members as active as, as active as possible. So even if they come in here and they do have, you know, sh sh shoulder surgery, there's still a lot of stuff they could do with their opposite arm, lower extremities, those types of things. If they've got a bum knee or an ankle or they got a boot, there's still a lot of ways that we can, I think they're comfortable listening to us, whereas they'd probably be less comfortable just listening to just some coach from CrossFit. In terms of like, I think, I think the trust part because of our office is greater than if they just said some trainer told me that I could still do this. Let me go to the doctor. Where they might, they'll, 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 they will take my advice and not have to go to somebody outside of that CrossFit umbrella that doesn't know what we do and might say, oh yeah, I wouldn't do that in a boot or I wouldn't do that after you just had this done or I wouldn't do that at boot because they don't know what the heck we're doing yeah. uh, so here it's a little bit a little bit safer um, and uh, yeah it's yeah. been it's yeah. been really really good you know now we have we've been we've had a massage therapist in the past then we didn't for a little bit so now we have a massage therapist in here oh, cool. um, yeah, as well with with a lot of our members mostly like deep tissue stuff yeah. um, mm -hmm. and I'd be considering adding like in the past we've had another doctor that that was here for nine months or a year and then he moved on and just trying to find other pieces that we could um add into what we offer here yeah and just kind of increase the member the member experience at your business yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's like one stop you know like a one-stop shop for whatever they, they come in here they can get their meals delivered they can get a massage they can come to the chiropractor's office they can come to the gym without you know yeah they could probably just you know Set up shoot shop out back and live there and shoot, shoot, shoot the basketball hoop around, play <laughs> yeah. shower. Yeah, you need to open up a school in the back or don't laugh. Build an apartment complex. I know. <laughs> I know yeah. some people have plans for like a whole complex of yeah. like yeah. community. Yeah. And we just use kind of like we look at like the cog of a wheel and use, you know, fitness or health and fitness as the center and then all those things kind of coming out from it. Yeah. is how we like to look at it yeah no that's just fascinating and and kind of off of that you guys just seem to have a lot of different offerings at your at your box whenever i go to your website and i click on programs there's like this whole list of like different things that you can do or look into and one of those that i really want to talk to you about was your guys's corporate wellness program and i just uh, to start off would like to hear about how you develop that, why you have that. I mean, what what is it, I guess? Yeah, I think it started in the doctor's office side when we first started CrossFit. Like, it was in a dirty warehouse, you know, so it wasn't really a thought of bringing this into, like, corporate whatever. Um, but it started with the doctor's office, and we would do health talks or lunch and learns, and I got a projector, and we would put on a, a talk on – uh, whatever postures at work, you know, repetitive postures at work, 
maybe if it was in a, a warehouse, it would be like go over proper lifting techniques and those types of things or things to be aware of that, that might be causing problems in the future. Then there would be, you know, more things geared towards nutrition and wellness. And as we started implementing the CrossFit, then they kind of morphed into more of just like a health and fitness kind of vibe as opposed to just chiropractic stuff, you know, headaches, neck pain, low back pain. So now they're talking more about nutrition, weight loss, good fats, bad fats, whatever. Um, and so now we started that. And then when we, once I started feeling more comfortable with CrossFit as like bringing it to the masses of people and not just, you know, a, the dirty warehouse, you know, um, and I don't, I think it took me a little time to like, I don't want to say not be embarrassed of it, but not be embarrassed of it, you know, <laughs> just, uh, I, I don't really know when the flip switch flip, but now that we want to kind of bring it together and promote them both businesses together, um, to a corporation. So now what we have, we have three different things. One of them is still like that nutrition talk, which I'd say we probably do very rarely. We don't charge for it. Um, but I try to not uh, – usually we used it in the beginning to not charge for it, but it was a free way for, for myself to get in front of 20 to 200 people talking about our business. So um, Seems like a pretty good trade-off. I, I agree, which is why we did it. Um, so we still do it a little bit. Um, if people ask and that's what they want to do, that would be the first offering. We're just kind of talking about fitness and exercise – but realistically, I think it's really hard for people to get a feel for what we could do um, unless they come here, you know. So we still do some, like, um, health fairs, and we have this that in-body 270 body composition. So we'll bring that to, like, if we do a health fair, we'll bring that, and we'll have, you know, very few people have the guts to stand on it amongst their um, coworkers. Mm -hmm. But we kind of discuss with them, you know, body composition and stuff like that. So if we do go to a business for a health fair, um, we'll, we'll bring that. We'll bring some other stuff, just information on on the gym and on the doctor's office and just go over health and fitness in general. Um, but the body composition is just a good um, tool that brings people to our table. You know, other people are giving away Tootsie Rolls and lollipops, and, we're, and we've got kind of the uh, body comp stuff. So, like, the health fairs is one thing that we would do, and we might pay a little bit to, go, to do those. But usually, um, some of these businesses, we've been doing them for, like, the last four or five years, so we don't, we don't pay anything. And just to kind of meet the people. Um, and we might raffle off, like, uh, I'll write down their name and email address and phone number and raffle off, like, a free uh, on-ramp, which for us is 200 bucks. So for them oh, okay. to pay. And then it just gives us their contact information. We'll call them if they have any questions or want to invite them to come by just for a little intro just to kind of meet, meet with us. Um, the other thing that we do is try to set up, like, classes for them. So we'll, like, go in and present to HR and, and look for, like, t team building and fitness and discuss with them ways to, you know, some of these insurance companies, some of these businesses have – you know, you get lower premiums if they're part of a, a gym mm -hmm. or some businesses will take, you know, put $50 or $100 towards their monthly premium if they show proof that they're a member at a gym. So 
we'll present like you know teamwork team building and put together a, a group of you know minimum of eight people I think we usually do and we have them set up for like eight or ten weeks to come to us once wow. a week um, we're that one's difficult but you know we don't look at in terms of like dollars we it's a, it's a lot of money like it's it's good um, in terms of like profit and revenue so we don't we might talk to 15 businesses and one does it and if you like do the math and it's like okay so if we get four of if we get you know one out of 10 talk to us and throughout the year we get four businesses that could do this that 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 could be a good amount of money for some people um, and if you're struggling that could be like 25% 30% of your yeah. Be a lot, you yeah, because I saw on your website, is it like, do you charge like a little over a grand? Yeah, it's like 1100 I think it's like 1080 It's like yeah, 1080 yeah. to do, um, uh, so it breaks down to maybe like $10 a person uh, or something, you know, per, for o o o o over eight weeks, yeah. so over six or eight weeks. So it's like, you know, and, and they come once a week. It's not like they're coming to all the regular classes. Um so we've, we've done that in the past. Right now, we don't have anybody currently going through that in terms of businesses, um, but that's one that has been one that we've done in the past. And a good way, if we, if you promote it as you know, it's te teamwork, team building. We'll do you know, it's just in general CrossFit classes. You kind of see that mm -hmm. you know now with with coworkers working together, mm -hmm. even if it's not you know working in partners, it's still there's still a big teamwork. Uh, suffering together aspect that you'll yeah. see of that you'll see of your coworkers that maybe will give you a newfound respect for mm. for 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 them you know. Um, will you yes. like run them through workouts and such? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So like we would start you know like the first couple of days, um, it would essentially be like an abbreviated on ramp. So like okay. you know they might spend thirty to forty minutes of learning. And then go through a 15 to 20 minute workout, and then send so me the first three or four classes. Is they don't know it, but it's essentially like an on ramp program. Otherwise, there's not much that we'd be able to do, you know. So we want to. I don't want to teach them how to swing kettlebell two minutes before we're going to put in a workout. So we'll give them like an abbreviated on ramp as a group, as opposed to one on one, and, and then teach a class. And maybe once they get halfway through it, through four or five weeks now we've got a lot more things that we could pull from in terms of uh, working out and teaching maybe we'll add in like a strength portion before to something okay. that we've taught um, so that's been good and it's nice you know a lot of times like a business might pay for that it, like the business will typically pay for it mm -hmm. you know as opposed to the individual and then it might lead to individuals becoming members uh, oh, that's true. I didn't think about like that's basically yeah. like they get kind of a test run yeah, of your gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then some people might still they might start them, and then if the business decides that they're not going to continue, or they've done it for six months and that's great, and they're moving on to the next thing they want to do, these people might still there's a there's a there's a chance that they might stay with us. Have you, you know? seen that happen? I, I I don't have a number for how many people stay. Um, it's it's probably less than fifty percent. Because some of them are, uh, some of these people are just kind of doing it to do it. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's free, I'm going to show up. Yeah. Uh, um, but some people might, you know, will we'll kind of continue in some fashion. 
And they typically will use our, you know, coming from the other side, we'll use our members first. I think using your members first for HR contacts or contacts to get in is important or helpful versus just having, you know, just knocking on somebody's door and asking to speak to the person in charge. Yeah. Usually it doesn't work so well. So we'll, 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 we'll talk to our members first and try to get contacts there. Like member, like for businesses and stuff. Yeah, for members. Hey, anybody, you know, you know, and if uh, we've done this at some places, some some businesses have like a room, you know, and maybe we'll and we'll just come to them. Oh, okay. And we don't bring much. Maybe we bring Admas and a couple of kettlebells. If yeah. that's the case, usually we set up more like a fight on bed kind of setup where. We- Bring, where, where, where in terms of like we don't need a ton of equipment, we're bring like ad mats and kettlebells, and then if they have like four stations, they'll kind of run through. So it's not like we need, you know, we're never going to bring barbells. Yeah. We could bring some kettlebells, some ad mats, some medicine balls, and this way we don't need the group of ten. We don't need to bring ten of everything. We can bring three or four of everything and have them. Um, hmm. More like people would would more like the public would think like, oh, that's like boot camp. So yeah, it's maybe so and maybe yeah. not as scary. Yeah. So, um, and we really just do that based on not having to load up a truck to bring equipment to, to, to somebody's business. But if they have a, a room that's big enough to have some people in it, carpeting or no carpeting, it's not like we're going to be dropping stuff on the ground. So we could come to them, um, which has been easier, you know, because now people don't have to travel to us. Yeah. Um, we charge the same. We should probably charge a little bit more to travel to them, but we charge the same amount. Um, the other thing that's new, that we have a trainer that did this and was really successful with it in Florida that I had never thought about. She goes to the hotels, um, big hotels um, that that hold like conferences, you know, and businesses, maybe a company, an insurance company, or a financial company, or a pharmaceutical company, you know, whatever, sends their people to a conference. Yeah. And I guess part of the company's expenses, you know, I've learned like anywhere from like a half percent to one percent of that, they might, they'd be willing to spend on team building or exercise type of stuff. So she would go to these hotels, find out when these conventions are, and then through the hotel, get in touch with the companies and the companies would pay for, let's just say it was an insurance convention and uh, Prudential sending, you know, 150 of their people from all over the U.S. to there, and they've got a half a percent of dollars of revenue to spend on team building, and they would do the CrossFit, and she oh. would go there. And uh, we're just starting this. She just started coaching with us uh, last month. Oh, okay. So and uh, she was like super successful with it where she came from uh, in uh, another state. And um, so she would go to the hotel and do like a CrossFit workout there with the yeah. people that came to the convention. Uh, yeah. So with the particular businesses that paid for, so the hotel didn't pay, but these businesses that were sending people for the convention, team building, fit, team building slash fitness oh. thing. Okay, so it'd be like they would get up in the morning before seminars yeah, or whatever, yeah. and they'd like do the work. Wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, she, she, she said usually it'd be like five thirty to six o'clock in the morning, 
you know, they would see how many other people would want to do it or if they capped it. I don't know exactly sure. Um, I mean, she's in charge of it. So I don't know exactly all the, uh, but that's kind of like, like the gist of how it works. And then she, she negotiates, you know, I gave her, you know, she, she negotiates how much she wants to make. And then from there we figure out kind of how to break that down. Um, but, you know, she said people would pay somewhere between, you know, a minimum of like 300 to $350 for an hour. And she goes, some businesses paid up to $900 for an hour for them to work wow. with 20 to 30 of their, um, Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's amazing. So, <laughs> that's super lucrative. Yeah. Um, I think it takes the right person and you have to figure out how all that, how that works. Like I, it's nothing I would have ever even thought about. Like when she started talking about it, I didn't even understand. I, I had no idea. I didn't understand. You're like they but, do what? They pay for yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, you know, how much do you think we should charge? And I was like, well, you know, I think the question is how much do you want to make? And then from there you decide. And again, at, at, at 300 to $900 for an hour of your time, um, you don't need a lot of yeses. Mm-hmm. You know, one out of 30 people say yes. And you're like, all right, cool. Like, the, the, the calling back and forth part's easy. Like, it's not really work. You know, it's work, but you'll make it on the back end of $500 for your hour. Yeah, and it's, I mean, wow, that's, that's yeah. such a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no, right? When, yeah. when, when you asked me about this, I was like, well, the stuff that we do is okay, but I think this stuff that she started is, um, and I know a couple other people that have some relationships with hotels, um, like Starwood Hotels. I think they own a couple, or Marriott, or whoever owns, like, that branch that they, um, we don't do it, but I think it's a good idea, and I'd start, I think we'd start this way, since the way that we just currently talk about corporate fitness, um, kind of bring it to their members, but I know other people have relationships with hotels where they do a lot of other cool stuff mm-hmm. um, outside of corporate fitness, but just kind of like work, working through there. I think the one thing that um, we did at the beginning, uh, that's a, uh, I think it's a huge mistake, and I know a lot of people still do it now. And uh, and they always ask is the first thing when we meet with when I do these healthcare when I do like the health talks or this or the, the the either like the talk or we're just like doing like a health fair or even for something like this because this just was a conversation I had with her last week. You know she she contacts them and they're like oh do you have any special deals for you know. Uh, Siemens or Pfizer or Allstate or whatever, and um, we don't we don't do any discounts, but that's all they want. Mm. And so I think some people get into a a bad spot offering. Um, you know, if you guys bring in, you know, we have 200 employees. Do you have a discount if some of our members go to you? And you're like, no, that's so stupid. <laughs> I don't understand why. Same reason why we didn't have regular discounts. Like, yeah. why? Because somebody's a policeman, they get a discount, and some lady or guy that took a second job bartending to be able to come here doesn't get a discount. It just it was hard to explain mm-hmm. to 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 people. So I find the same way there. Not only where they work, but then when they say, "Oh, if we get, you know, if we get five or more people from this business, can we get a discount?" And then and I think when the fourth you say yes, and then when somebody leaves, 
the odds of you saying and having that super uncomfortable conversation with the other four that stayed and said, listen, buddy, I'm sorry, but one of your coworkers left. So for no fault of your own, you need to pay 20% more now. Oh, yeah, that'd be horrible. So you, right, right. But then it's like the deal was if you had five or more, three yeah. or more. So I think giving – so if you're not going to have that conversation, now I've got four people paying a discount, whatever it might be, for really no reason. You know, it's like there's no benefit there. Um, at the beginning, we did that, and then we learned from mistakes. Because um, you ran into those problems that you were talking about. Yeah, but you're like, oh, yeah, you guys got a huge power company here. Um, sure. We need money. Come on in. You know, how's 50% off sound? Wow. Great. So, and, and it's not like we had a ton. We were overrun with them, but yeah. it's still, uh, you're. You're not going to tell them, like, you're not going to tell those other people that are still there that came under the guise of, if all five of us join, it's going to be this, and then one person leaves. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this month, guys, there's only four of you. We're going to have to charge you more. Oh, guys, next month, Jimmy came back. We're going to charge you, like, that's just a pain in the ass for the whoever's in charge of that. Yeah. When you have, when you have 30 members, that's a, such a big deal. But as, as it grows, like, you need to, like, minimize all these headaches of people wanting to pay by check every month, pay by cash, or whatever it is. So counting how many employees, how many employees from each individual business seems yeah. like a total, total, total pain. You're there. like looking back on it now. I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> a lot of people do that. And when this coach came over here, that was kind of how they part of their method was not necessarily steep discounts, but in order to get the foot in the door, and I think it, it comes at a pretty, like it comes at a pretty steep price over over sorry, over, over years. Um, so we don't do that. So when everybody asks, is like, you know, do you have discount for whatever? Like this is it. Like we're confident in our stuff, and I already know. Like if I could get, you know, one you know one percent of you to say yes, I'm ahead of the ball game. So I don't need. I could take 29 people saying, no, you're not giving me a discount. I'll go to the next place that gives me a discount. That's fine. You go to the next place that yeah. gives you a discount. Well, Come yeah, here. I mean, I think it takes being confident in your product to be like, I don't need, you don't need to pay me less. Like, yes. this is right. what it costs. So I, yeah, and at the beginning, that was hard. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's hard when you're like, oh, just pay rent. Just please, just let me pay the rent this time. Yeah. Um, so you're like, oh, you need a discount? You work somewhere? Cool, discount. You work somewhere? Nice, discount. You're a nurse? All right, discount. <laughs> Um, but I think that's how people like in, in those corporate programs. I think some people that say they're, you know, we have a huge one. You know, if somebody says that, and then they're like, "Well, this is why," like, mm, you know, now you maybe have a huge one, and you got thirty members from some business down the block, but they're paying twenty percent less than everybody else. Like that's um, becomes difficult, I think. Yeah, and it's not like I think what was it. It's not like you're coaching them any differently. Oh yeah, certainly. Yeah, you know? same, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, absolutely. And then, they're, and they're like, "Oh, how much do you pay? Oh, I pay this. Oh, oh that's weird. I pay this. <laughs> like, oh, that's. Uh, I work, how did they figure that one out? I work at the lumber yard. That's why they gave us a discount. Wow. So, mm -hmm. that's one thing that I kind of hear people talk about that I I would urge not to. And then when you start down that road, it's hard to turn around and and change. Because you're like, what if they say no? 
now it's like, is $135 better than no dollars? Like, I don't know. Mm, interesting. Yeah. No, that's crazy. I mean, so have you found a lot of people to like get upset because you don't have your discounts or like how did you get members off of that or it doesn't even matter you know we have we have our most recent military guy was like you know uh what's your membership rate here uh do you have a discount for military and almost crossed with steel like nah sorry bud all right just figured to ask all right cool great huh. let's go yeah you awesome know? like i don't at this point now when somebody asks what it is and it's not to say we won't help somebody. If somebody's been here for years and they come into a shitty situation, we'll do our best to 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 help them. But some new new guy or new girl that comes in here that I don't know from anything, mm-hmm. we're not out of our like we'll go out of our way to do what we can to help out our current people that have built this to what it is now. Mm-hmm. Not Mary or Joe who's never been here before. They might not even make it three weeks, and then typically. I think everybody will tell you that the people that you bend over backwards for and kind of work so hard to get in are the ones that are going to screw you at the end anyway. Yeah. So, um, I don't want to deal with that. Anymore. Yeah. It's almost like you need to build that, you know, they always talk about like member loyalty to the gym, but also like loyalty to the members that have been around so long, you know? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like when members are loyal to us, I mean, we're loyal to them. It's like, we offer a great product. We teach our coaches. They keep learning. You have more equipment than you know what to do with. You have hours that you know what to do. Like, um, so that's why we don't discount. Like, if they want to go someplace else, there are gyms. Fortunately, there's not too many gyms near us. At least that on our website talks about discounts. But you know, when somebody walks in the door and they say, "Ah, it's been a bad week," maybe they do. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. But there are some on their website that's like, we pride ourselves on being affordable, we pride ourselves on working, you know, I, I, I kind of like, cheap, like, we want to be the cheapest one around. Mm. Um, we have discounts for every, like, race, religion, creed, how far do you drive, what do you drive? <laughs> you know, I, I, it's not, it, What do you it, drive? It, That's funny. Sadly funny. Um, but there are a lot of people that 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 do that you know and um so it's at this point now i don't care we just like what's the rate is it all right you know there's one down the block that's 15 go you know it doesn't matter <laughs> it really i like that just, okay fine go down there i don't I care mean, it's not a question about the product like we're super confident in what we have here regardless of who moves in and how much money the next person that moves in here has um what we build the the group the history the community of just other people knowing who we are, even if they're not members, you know, at least the respect that other people have for like how we run, yeah. what we do. Um, Has it just taken time to build confidence in your value? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, at the very beginning, when we first put it, I was like, I don't know, I hope somebody's going to pay. <laughs> pay, pay, pay for this gym. I you think know, you and every affiliate hope that. Yeah, and then, and, and then you, know, you keep raising your rates. And then eventually you come to, at least you hope you come to a place where you think that um, you stop counting members and start counting dollars. And then from counting dollars, you start counting your profit instead. Mm -hmm. I think that's where, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, so like the race to 100 members or how many members you started with or Mm -hmm. whatever. Those are great maybe like to talk about, 
over beer, but I don't think it like doesn't really mean anything. You know, like even just when we were at that box pro thing and you talk to some of these some of these affiliates and some big, big affiliates that um, have a lot of bills, you know, yeah. a lot of bills need a lot of money. Yeah. So it's interesting to kind of see the different dynamics of of um, all those. I know it's a little bit of a tangent of corporate health, but no, but I love it. I think I think that's an issue that needs to be talked about is whether to offer discounts or not, and how you need to look at your product and being confident in its value. I mean, more and more yeah. affiliates are starting to see that now and value what they offer because I think a lot in the beginning we're like. Ah, really sure if it's great you know you're just kind of like i just hope like you said i just hope people come but now i think yeah. it's more and more okay like we have something that has produced results that we yeah. can be confident in yeah i think it takes time for people to uh become confident in in that it's like it's the same thing in the doctor's office when you first start you're like eh, i don't know how does this price sound i didn't do that but that's kind of like what it was and you're like how much is cross well it's um 125 Ugh. 110? Okay. You know, so you, <laughs> you can't really treat it like that. Yeah. Then I think there's probably some people that will, until it's too late, or almost too late, not realize that, mm. you know, um, the, how dollars work and how you mm. spend them and how discounts and members, the member number being the first to 200 doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You'd rather have, or... You know, you got a 300 members paying $125 or 150 members paying $50. And even if you make a little bit less money, mm-hmm. you got half a headache. You know, so, and then less equipment and all those other things. Because, you know, we have plenty of space for plenty of people, but I don't want to have, you know, I want like 225 of like the best people I know who pay, don't complain, might do personal training, talk to other people, social media. And that's it. I don't need like everybody's $160 to come here. Yeah. Have you read The Pumpkin Plan? I did. I recommend that book to everybody. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought it was you that recommended it because I know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And I know um, uh, Jay Williams from CrossFit Hill has recommended that too. He says Mm -hmm. he lives by that book as well. But such a good book on like finding the best pumpkins or the best members in the patch and like. Going after them and giving them what they want instead of just like everyone. Go, yeah. Every every six months we go and sit down and talk to, you know, I'll choose I'll choose five to six members and we'll go and we'll sit down for breakfast and we'll talk about you know ask those same three questions you know that they talk about in the book and then from there we 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 plan from there and we might add some stuff we might not add some stuff but I know that those six people aren't going to be pissy if I don't add what they what they add versus. Yeah versus surveying the gym as a whole and then two percent of people get what they want now we've got like 98 percent of these people at the gym like why didn't you offer that you know yeah at 4 a.m class i asked about (laughs) because that's weird (laughs) if you start to pay attention to to, to your hey this to your best members and not 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 your they, they certainly might not be your friend but i think that's the hard part is make understanding that like your friends might not be your best members. Mm-hmm. You know, if you kind of cater to them, then I think you lose the the overwhelming majority of your people. Yeah, I think I'm friends with all my members, but I mean like the people that you see every day and hang out on the weekends with. 
you just listen to them and they don't own the business, uh, it's probably not going to turn out very well. For That's you. a great point as well that I maybe haven't thought about is that sometimes, like you said, your friends aren't the best members at your gym and you can get caught up talking to them and hanging out with them and, and not realizing like, oh, they don't come all the time and they don't know everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great Absolutely. point. They don't pay. They don't do personal training. They every, every every month they somehow got a new credit card. They don't talk about anything on social media. They never refer to anybody in here. All they want is more stuff for less dollars. Yeah. You, Interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. So, and I think it helps us. You know, we have a lot of even in our coaching staff, some other business owners and members. So most of those members that we choose are typically business owners because I think they have a better understanding of how like money works you know and just yeah. not like like when they like when, when if they bring me up something and I say well you know would you do this with your business they're like of course not like okay <laughs> but sometimes they're, they're, they're good ideas and we find a way to do it yeah but if, if you don't own a business or never have or maybe not like a like a higher up position somewhere not that you're any smarter or not but at least you have a, a different idea on how to look at the costs mm -hmm. so just like Offering this class five days a week just costs us more money every month. Mm. Why would you do something like that? If we're not gaining, it was not going to be beneficial to like to, to the gym in terms of profiting. If you want more equipment and you want more stuff, um, we can't just spend more. Yeah. But a business owner would understand that. Yeah. Well, that's interesting that that's kind of the majority of your members. And I guess it makes sense in a way why you offer then a corporate wellness program, because if you're driven by business members or people who own businesses, then they probably have told you, yeah, that would be something I would offer. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Awesome. Well, Brian, I don't know. I, I feel like we've covered a lot of stuff. There's a lot, yeah. of, there's a lot of stuff in here that affiliates can learn from. So awesome. Well, hey, I mean, I think we should probably wrap it up. Is there anything else, though, that, you know, you just like want to impart on affiliates as the last piece of advice or wisdom? No, I think that discount part was actually a pretty good one that wasn't had anything to do with uh, <laughs> the corporate wellness problem. Well, guns, not, and being consistent. I think consistency yeah. is our biggest thing that I preach to our coaches all the time, too. Treating people, treating members equally, treating the staff equally, and I, I well, I don't believe everybody is created equal. That would be a whole nother conversation. I think like we need to treat like the people that are involved in your business, be consistent with them. Mm -hmm. Whether it's the best athlete or the worst athlete, or you can't have somebody come in and work with coaches. And then have a coach say, "Well, you know, I didn't like. We had a problem. You know, real quick, quick story. We had a problem that we had, we would start class in the afternoon at, at five, and then at four, I would have a coach. You know, a coach or two would come in and work out, and it was okay. I didn't. They could come in and work out whenever they want. But then some members would come in, and 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 they, and they would ask a member to work out with them. And then I would say, you know, we can't really. Um, and then they would, you know, and then at some point it would be another person. They would say, "Oh man, I want that to be our time." I said, "Well, it's your time." But you can't invite one member who's paying the same amount and not have other people come. And now, uh, class that some people can come to because they're friends with them, and some people can't because you know who they are or whatever. So um, it's like those types of things that people don't really even think of it being wrong. And it's not necessarily, you know, 
But again, if our goal is to be consistent, or if you have open gym time and you let some somebody do their open gym time when the class is going on, and other people you say, hey, listen, it's not open gym time, you got to go over here. It's like you can't just. It's a hard conversation with coaches to have your friends with that person, but you have to do it. Like, I, I, I know we're cool, but these are the rules. And if you don't like the rules, then you can find someplace else to break the rules. Mm. Yeah, and even getting your coaches to follow that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Dang, that's a great point as well. Because <laughs> you you don't want to cause problems in your gym that could divide a community. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think if you're consistent with everybody, it's less likely to happen. Somebody's mm-hmm. always going to have a problem. Of course. Yeah. always going to have a problem. You're always going to complain about something. Can't make everybody happy. I'm totally okay with that. But we at least need to be, when they say something, they're not going to say, Mary does it. I see her do it all the time. I'm like, well, shit. Well, guess what? Now she's not going to do it anymore. Yeah. You know? Um, it needs to be considered. Because if that's the one person that's coming to you, then you know, there's probably a couple other people that are just pissed off about it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Well, great advice. So be consistent. I like that. So, well, awesome. Well, Brian, thank you so yeah. much for just taking time to sit down, yeah. talk today. I know we covered a lot of various topics, but I'm sure people can learn from it. So. Yeah, hope so. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Um, thank you. Bye.